2020. This whole year has been like a horror movie, hasn't it? I mean, surrounded by death and disease and zombies wandering the street. And, you know, instead of confused groans and grunting, they're yelling political slogans. Hell, did anybody else besides me see the presidential debates? I mean, you got three showdowns between an evil clown and a vampire to see who's going to become the leader of this ever-expanding graveyard we call our country. Then you add on the crazy energy that's surrounding us with a full moon on the first day of the month and the very last day of the month. And what do you got? You got the makings of a movie that nobody wants a sequel to, right? It's just all so apropos, I guess. Well, happy Halloween, everyone. I'm Jake Alexander, and this is the Tweakle Podcast. So whatever time this is reaching you, I'll say good morning, because right now for me, it's one seventeen in the morning, October 20th, I'm sorry, October 31st, 2020. It's Halloween. It's the very beginning of the day. It's just after midnight here where I'm at. So second full moon is in the sky, just full of blaze, it's looking beautiful. I happen to like full moons, and I like the fall. I'm not too happy about it being chilly outside and getting colder, but you know. I still enjoy the fall. I enjoy the stuff that happens around this time of year. Um, this uh, Today's Halloween. It is. And I'm getting ready to have all the fun in the world with my uh, my kids and my wife. Uh, we're going to do some trick-or-treating. Um, yes, I'm actually taking the kids out while everybody else is sitting at home and worried about everything else. Uh, so much has been taken away from the kids this year. I'm, I'm not going to take this away from them. My son really wants to go trick-or-treating and... There is a way to do it safely, and luckily for me, I know plenty of people who are doing it this way, so we're going to go trick-or-treating. Um, we're doing the Ghostbusters this year, doing the entire team, you know, all four of us. And yes, there are four people who seem to keep leaving out Winston Zedmore, who was the black guy. I guess that's the reason why they leave him out, but I'm, I'm, that's neither here nor there. I won't start that conversation. But, yep, we're doing the entire team. We've got props and all, costumes, everything. We're going to do it. going to do it great, so... It's Halloween. It's my second favorite holiday of the year, you know, uh, with Thanksgiving or Indigenous People's Day I guess is what we're going to start calling it eventually. Uh, that's my favorite one, obviously. I'm a fat dude and I love food, so I'm not even a, <laughs> that kind of doesn't need any explanation. Um, uh, but this weekend also brought me a little sadness because uh, usually around this time of year would be uh, Yomacon here in Detroit, but... You know, much like so many other public gatherings, it got canceled because of the Rona. So, I mean, they're doing a, um, a you know, virtual style the way San Diego Comic-Con did it. But, uh, I don't know, San Diego Comic-Con is, is different to me than Yomacon. Yomacon is, uh, it's it's smaller, it's more personal, intimate, I guess the word is, yeah, I guess intimate. Intimate would probably be the word. Uh, it's, it, it's more, you know, it's more up close and personal, I guess, uh, than San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con is such, just this large monolith and, um, Yomacon is such a small, more person to person thing. It's, I, I mean, I, I could probably get into the virtual thing, but it, it really, for me, Yomacon was really about going and interacting with the people. It was never about like panels and stuff like that. This is the way San Diego Comic-Con was for me. Um, I'm going to miss it and hopefully uh, next year, 2021, we get back to, you know, the in-person way and hopefully uh, next year, 2021, most things can go back to the in-person way because it's so much we missed out on this year, not just, you know, a bunch of people and trick-or-treating, but so much has been lost in 2020 because we can't 
really be around each other and things have shut down. But, you know, cross your fingers, everything goes back to somewhat normal next year, hopefully. So, outside of that, nothing's really been going on since the last time we talked. Uh, what? Uh, um, LeBron James and the Lakers are champions? You know, that was kind of like a foregone conclusion. Well, to me, it was a foregone conclusion. I don't, I don't know who else anybody else was picking. You know, I, I know the odds makers were talking about the uh, the Clippers, but it's the Clippers to me are like the Lions. You know, and uh, you bet on them, you that's you just throwing good money after bad. That's on you. But uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, I mean, you ain't got to talk about like the goat debate with LeBron. But I mean, right now in, in the NBA, who's a who's the best player in the league? It's him. So the. So to me, if you're going to make a bet on who was winning, I'd, I'd pick them. I don't care what team he's on. It's, it just is what it is. Uh, Sports-wise, what else is uh, the, the Dodgers and the Major League Baseball are champions. Um, they're not my Tigers. The Detroit Tigers are the only baseball team I like and only only baseball team I follow. But that's pretty much all sports. Any Detroit team, that's who I follow. I love my city, and I'm going to always back my city first. Uh, my brother's happy. He's a Dodgers fan, but he's a big Jackie Robinson fan, which is probably pretty much why he likes the Dodgers and only the Dodgers. So it is what it is. <laughs> uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the champions in the NHL. Uh, that's good for me. Like I said, I backed my Detroit team first. Um, I'm not, I wasn't backing the Lightning or anybody else in the playoffs this year. My Red Wings stunk this year, but they're in a rebuilding mode. And that's why I'm glad the Tampa Bay Lightning won because their former general manager was the uh, all-time Red Wing great Steve Eisman. So now he's back in Detroit as the GM for my Red Wings. And that team that just won the NHL championship, he pretty much did all the wrench work in putting that team together. Which everything that I've seen that he's done thus far over the last year with drafting and free agency work, I, it bodes well for my Red Wings. I'm I'm so happy. So at some point, I, I expect to see my Red Wings uh, flying high and they may not be champions next year, maybe even the year after, but I think in the near future it'll be Detroit Red Wings are NHL champions again, and I'll be so happy with that. I can rub that in so many people's faces because it's – I mean, I live in Detroit, and there are way too many Penguin fans here, and if you know anything about the rivalry between the Penguins and the Red Wings over the last – I'll say the last 10, 12 years, you, you, you'd get that. Um, Movie-wise, I finally caught up and watched Mulan and Antebellum which for some odd reason everybody and their mother wanted me to see I, I didn't really need to see Mulan I mean I saw the cartoon so it's a live action remake of the cartoon so what was the point of watching the live action remake but whatever um, you know the castle culture uh, uh, folk you know they went after the lead actress who played Mulan because she was back in the Chinese police and all the horrible things they're doing but hey I don't follow actors for um, uh, you know political advice and uh social justice because nine times out of ten you're going to be disappointed and I don't fall for that trick so whatever I don't look up to actors like that um, but besides that it was it was just a movie it, it's Mulan you you saw the cartoon you you didn't absolutely you didn't need to see the movie uh, Antebellum was I, I I tried to like it everybody raved about it but it was like haven't we seen this movie before it 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 it, it fell short it you know, Antebellum fell short for me. I it was just uh, you, next time when we ha when I do another episode, I'll I'll talk about Antebellum and why I didn't like it as much. It was just 
I just it was what it was. Uh, next time we talk about it, I'll tell you why it fell short. Um, the boys and Lovecraft Country, though. God, God, I mean, damn it, they are so good, both of them. Uh, I, the boys, I kind of figured was going to be good because I'm a fan of the comic. I was a fan of comic before the show ever hit the air, and I talked about that before. If you've been listening to the podcast, that is that was the like one of the number one things I was waiting for this year. Uh, I kind of figured that was going to be good, so that's, I'm not really surprised. Lovecraft Country, though, I wasn't skeptical to say. I was just kind of hesitant because the, of the way it was, you know, it was described to me by so many other people and reading the synopsis when they were releasing the show. And I was like, okay, I do want to see it, but I'm kind of, eh, okay, I'll watch it. And But it has turned out to be such such a good show it if you're not watching it please go watch it uh journey smollett will will amaze you i I knew she could act but this she went to a whole nother level and pretty much actually everybody in that show is is you know is on their you know is on their top level when it comes to the acting and um and the writing and the story is is excellent i love it uh lovecraft country so if you're not watching it please go watch it uh, it's kind of funny, Lovecraft Country was described to me as a supernatural with black folk. And I looked at the guy who told me that, and he was like, no. He's like, when you see it, because I know how much of a uh, um, supernatural fan, he knew how much of a supernatural fan I was. So he's like, no, you need to go watch it. You'll you'll enjoy it. And he was right. He was absolutely right. I love it so far. Um, anime-wise, anime, it's the fall season. And you know the fall season usually gives us some great stuff. And they have... Uh, IWGP, the uh, Ikebukuro Westgate Park. It, that's the actual full name of it. Uh, no Bleas, uh Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, they all have my full attention. Uh, uh, a couple of those I wasn't going to watch at all, but now uh, I've gotten into um, pretty much all all of those thus far I've gotten into. Um, none of them have disappointed so far. I'm not that far along in any of them because you know, I'm trying to watch so many of them at once, but I can't because obviously I have work and I'm a father and I'm a husband, so I can't watch, you know, I can't just binge an entire season at once, but I'm, I'm getting through it. It's, I'm getting there, but so far, so good. All of them. I, I dig all of them, but you know, action and violence, that's my thing. I'm a Neanderthal. It is what it is. I'm not about to apologize for that. <laughs> um, the one that surprised me though, um, was, uh, what is the name of it? Uh, Haikyuu. I hope I pronounced that right. So if you're out there and I pronounced that wrong, forgive me. Um, it's basically slice of life, I guess is what you would call it. I don't, they got it listed as a drama comedy. Uh, you know, but it, it, all it is, 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 you know, a guy who's really short trying to make it on his high school volleyball team, which to me, I, I I guess that's action comedy. You know, I'm not about to sit here and say it's not, but it is what it is. Um, but it's it's old. It started in, back in 2014. Anime did I want to say? I think it was 2014. And I I did I read the synopsis and I was like hard pass. It, you know, it's that's not something that you know I was into. So I left it alone. And I was like, it is what it is. But then I was hanging around with a buddy, and he was watching. Um, he was watching it, and I caught one episode, and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. What is this? And he told me what it was, and I was like. I was like, damn, I was like, like, dude, I was like, this, I was like, I, I skipped this a long time ago, it's like, I was like, is it really good, he was like, yeah, just give it a shot, man, he's like, he's like, I, I enjoy it, 
I was like, okay, so I started watching it, and it was, it's good. I'm, uh, I'm a few episodes into the, the first season. I went back to the beginning and started watching it. Um, and they're on the second half of the fourth season, as they call it now. So I got a lot of catching up to do. It's like 80, 90 episodes of whatever in it so far. Um, but as far as anime goes, the, to me, so far, the best one I've seen this fall season so far, I won't say for the year, but this fall season on Netflix and I'm going to get in trouble because people keep telling me it's not anime because it's American or it's on Netflix so it doesn't count or it's it, whatever. I get excuses why it's not really an anime, but it is an anime. It's, I don't care if it's on Netflix. Uh, but uh, The Blood of Zeus on Netflix. Man, look, I, like I said, uh, violence and action, I'm a Neanderthal, it is what it is, that's what I like. And you get a ton of it. Uh, the same people who did Castlevania, uh, the, 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 the Powerhouse Animation, that's the name of the, the, the crew that did it. The same folk that did Castlevania on Netflix, and they are doing this. And they, this, the Blood of Zeus came in with the allow me to introduce myself type of Jay-Z, you know, type of thing. And it is good. It is really good. That that first episode pulled me in, and I'm three episodes into that. So I can't wait to see any more of that come down the pipe because that is just one of those animes that kind of you, 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 you get an idea of what it's going to be ahead of time, and it builds a little, you know, a little, you know, role to say, hey, you know, check it out, check it out, check it out. And then they throw so much, and they throw so much more at you than what they let on in the previews and the synopses and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's good. Anime season this year for the fall has been great. There's been a lot of other good things out besides those. So uh, if you're in anime, uh, I use myanimelist.net. That's just me. There are other places you can look up, but I, I prefer myanimelist.net. And if you uh, want to look up all the things that are out this season or or in time to come or stuff that's been passed that you may want to catch up on uh go there just my opinion i'm not shilling for them i don't get paid for that or nothing like that but uh yeah go check it out through them uh it's a lot of good anime out there so um i want to stick to the holiday season and when we come back uh we're going to talk about you know everything that's going down with me for the holiday and with halloween and what i'm going to do for today and what I've been doing for the last couple of days to have fun and celebrate the holiday. I'm going to grab me a cup of coffee and we'll keep it rolling. Halloween for me became such a big deal when uh, when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, for obviously, you know, for obvious reasons, you know, free snacks. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I'm, I'm the fat dude and I was a fat kid. So, you know, you telling me I can just go knock on somebody's door with a, with a sheet thrown over me and some, high, some uh, eye holes cut into it and say boo and trick or treat and I get free candy or free chips or uh, growing up in my time we got uh, apples and uh, little toy trinkets and, and some people would even throw money in our bags so you know it became such a such a something to look forward to every year you know As, uh, I remember uh, Short Circuit <laughs> was a big movie when I was younger and I tried to do uh, I tried to do Johnny Five at one point. So I'm, I got a bunch of 
uh, like silver uh, marker and paint and glitter and all that. And I cut up cardboard and tried to make myself into a robot and I look completely stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, uh, my mom went and bought me a proper costume and me and my brother and uh, my younger sister wasn't born yet. Um, we went out trick-or-treating and we, uh, you know, got all our treats and came back home and my mom went through it and gave us all our stuff back and we spent the next year rotting our teeth and getting fatter well I got fatter my brother and my sister didn't I just lucky bastards <laughs> um but uh Halloween has always been so much fun for me and 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 I, I, I say it quite often but God bless my wife for not wanting me to change and not trying to change me because she's she got into the holiday I say she was into it but she wasn't into it as much as I am but now she's really into it just as much as I am and my kids are the chips off the old block. They are really into it too, and I love it. Uh, it's such a such a fun thing just to get in the costume and just have fun. I mean, if you don't take your kids trick or treating door to door, it's good just to put the costumes on and relax and enjoy the holiday and have a little fun. I mean, this year has been just one silly thing after another. It, I mean, if you didn't go out or if you're not going out. Um, to a party this year or if you're just staying at home and have a little fun you know let your hair down uh, do something you know to, to celebrate the holiday and it's not much we got to celebrate this year you know don't don't give this back to them you know <laughs> seriously um, it's not really that serious of a thing but you know like I mean, yeah, it, and yet it is you know it's I mean, yeah, you, it seems to be like a celebration of the dark of the dark things in life. You know, the ghosts and the goblins and the ghouls and the things that go bump in the night. And that's fine, you know. I mean, what's wrong with having a little scary story every now and then and, you know, making the hair on your arm stand up or something like that. I mean, when I was younger, that was, we looked forward to that. You know, it's not like we did it every day of the year, but that week or the, you know that few days leading and leading up to and halloween it was just so much fun and somehow or another people have gotten so serious about it over the you know as i've gotten older and it's it's almost like people look at it as only evil and there's nothing to enjoy about it when that's just not the case i mean it's it, it it's crazy to me, it's crazy. It is what it is. I'm not about to argue with anybody about it. But I want to celebrate the holiday. So today I am going, like I said, I'm going to dress up and I'm going to get the full gear on. And we are going to, you know, go be Ghostbusters while I take the kids trick-or-treating. And uh, I'll be in the car when mom walks them up to the door. But I'll be in the car with the windows down, uh, blasting Ray Parker Jr., uh, the Ghostbusters theme. <laughs> Seriously, I, I am going to blast that song over and over. So every time we get out the car, because I'll get out the car too. I'll stand by the car. I don't want to leave the car running unattended, obviously. But um, I'll get out the car, and everybody will see all of us in our full gear, and, and I know people are going to recognize us. Because the Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters are such a phenomenon. And if you don't believe me, uh, check on Prime or, you know, on many streaming services uh look it up it's called uh the ghost heads it's it's basically a, a documentary about um ghostbusters being such a, a huge uh, phenomenon people who are you know so much into ghostbusters that they actually started their own chapters of it literally from state to state uh it's great and i, I love it it's, trust me go watch it it's 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 a nice little documentary and so this is a little feel-good thing 
So, but in celebration of the holiday, I figured we'd have just a tiny, tiny bit of fun, you know, have, you know, a little catharsis in talking about this thing. Obviously, I'm, I'm talking to you. You're, you can't talk to me, but, you know, after this, go have the conversation with somebody else. See what they say. See if you agree. So, um, I wanted to talk about two quick things, you know, uh, one top holiday or, uh, top, uh, Halloween movies. So, for me, I figured I'd do, yeah, the top seven. Well, it was going to be ten, but then I was like, nah, I'll go to five. But then a couple of the movies that I threw on the list were not so much Halloween movies, but they're kind of what you would call scary movies or horror movies or something like that. And, you know, and I was like, okay, well, I'll kind of leave two honorable mentions on here. So the list wound up at seven. But as but I also want to do top music first. Top five songs I figure kind of represent the holiday the best. You know, it, it's like I said, it's just it's just for fun. It's just something to pass the time and like I said, go have a conversation with you know, if you go go to a Halloween party and have a conversation with somebody. It's it's a good icebreaker if you do these two things. So um I don't know. We'll you would do music first. Yeah, music, why not? Um top five holiday uh Songs for me for uh, for Halloween. Um, number five, Nightmare on My Street. So, uh, if you don't know who DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince is, uh, you're too young for me, uh, boss. <laughs> we, <laughs> okay, so if you don't know who that was, um, if you ever saw the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, that was obviously Will Smith's TV show. That's where he got his name from. That's where the name of the TV show come from, The Fresh Prince. He was The Fresh Prince. Uh, back in those days when a rapper was walking around, he usually had a friend who was a DJ who did production and parties with, and uh, stage performances with him. DJ Jazzy Jeff was his. Uh, they're still very much friends. Um, the movie was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That was a really big movie back then. It was a huge phenomenon of a movie, and uh, it spawned a bunch of sequels after it that... To me, weren't as good as the first, but hey, it is what it is. It's, it's, they're, they're horror movies. They aren't supposed to be great. They're just supposed to give you jump scares. Uh, but he, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, they did a song uh, back then, which was basically just uh, Will Smith rapping about him being stuck in the movie. And it was, it, 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 the, the song itself is, I'd say, a B plus, you know, lyrically wise but all together it's an a plus song it's such a really good song it encapsulated the uh the feel of the movie and you still got some comedy in it because will smith was basically a comical rapper who was just really good lyrically though but it, it's such a good song if you've never heard it by some reason because you're so young go go look it up it's called remember it's nightmare on my street um number four going up the list Regarding Your Brains by Jonathan Colton. Now, this song is relatively new. It's not new, new. It came out a few years ago. Um, when you look it up, it's it's it should be spelled R-E colon Your Brains, almost like an office memo, because that's pretty much what the song kind of deals with. It's basically a guy stuck in an office building and everybody else in the rest of the cubicles are trying to get in and eat his brains. Because they've all become brain-eating zombies. The song is hilarious. Every time I hear it, I laugh. I, I, uh, the last time I heard it before day before yesterday, uh, I, I just happened to hear it day before yesterday, but the last time I heard it before then 
was earlier in the year, right around my birthday in March. And I it, I laugh every time I hear it. It is such a funny song. Because let's be for real, if you're not seeing them wandering the streets eating people's brain, where else do you see zombies? That's right, in the office in the cubicle next to you. Because that's pretty much working in, that's pretty much what happens when you work in the office. You turn into a damn zombie. Uh, it's such a great song. Uh, you'll, you'll laugh. It has a lot of good imagery in it, and uh, it's like I said, you'll just laugh. It's it's a good song. Uh, number three, very apropos because this is who we're doing uh, this year as a family for uh, costumes. Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. There is very there is only to me one other song that's better for Halloween than Ghostbusters and uh, Ray Parker Jr. It's number one on the list, and I'll get to that soon enough. But the Ghostbusters theme is such. It's one of those songs that if you're not tapping your feet or if you're not singing along to it, I'm just going to assume that you are dead and I'm going to rush you to the nearest medical facility to get looked at. The song is too infectious not to tap your feet and, and you know, sing along to. It's one of those songs and it gets stuck in your head. It's so easy to remember to, and so easy to sing along to and so easy to love. It's a great song. That's why it's number three on the list. Now, that's number three on the list. It could have been number two. But I put two other songs above it. Number two, by Screaming Jay Hawkins, I put a spell on you. If you have never heard this song... Okay, so let me... Look, Screaming Jay Hawkins did the original. There's about 5,000 remakes of this song. It goes all the way back to the uh, the original blues era when the blues guys came out of the South and came North, uh, you know, with their music and they... Uh, you know, they started doing their music at places like Cadillac Records and whatnot. Um, it's, it's that old, uh, uh, the movie Hocus Pocus, I want to say, cause Bette Midler did a version of it and everybody goes to that one. And whenever I hear that version, I just want to like claw my eyes out because the song is upbeat and it's so, and it's fun. The Bette Midler version. And I hate it. Oh God, I hate that version so bad. The Screaming Jay Hawkins version is slower tempo, same music. The same music, it's just slower tempo. It sounds dark, even though he's basically just talking about he he put his game on a woman and he became a, and he macked her down. If you don't know what that means, then I'm skewing kind of old and I ain't got no time to uh, to ex- explain what that means. I'll see if you see me, I'll explain it to you in person. Um, but his version of it fits the holiday a lot better than any other version that has ever been done. And considering that it's originally his, I'll always stick with the original. Nine times out of ten, I'll stick with the original. Sometimes, on occasion, you know, somebody will come along and do something that's better than the original. But in this particular case, this falls into the nine and a half times out of ten when nothing's touching the original. Screaming Jay Hawkins' uh, original version of I Put a Spell on You is just... I'll tell you how good the song is. 5,000 different, like I said, 5,000 different versions of this song has come out after his. Which one do you think that they put into the National Archive and uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, That's right, his. And not because it was the original, because there are songs that they've put into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and into the National Archive of Music where it's not the original version. It's the remake. But his is the original, and it's the only one in those two places. And there's that's a reason why. Because his is light years better than everybody else's. So... What song could be number one? I just went through all those, and I said Ghostbusters could have been number number two. Because it was never going to be above number one. There is only one song that is apropos to every single time Halloween rolls around. 
there's only one, and that's Thriller by Michael Jackson. If you can name and convince me of a better song for the Halloween holiday, you have a fight like, you're going to have to fight like hell to convince me otherwise. There is no better song than Thriller for Halloween. None. Not a one. The only one that may even sniff it is the, the, the Halloween movie theme song. And even that doesn't even really honestly come. It's I wouldn't even put that above Screaming Jay Hawkins. I put a spell on you. And that's number two on the list. Uh, Michael Jackson is, uh, to me, is probably, I would say as far as musical talent and musical um, ability and musical career, Michael Jackson is number one on the list. If there was somebody better, I don't know who, honestly. Uh, everything about the man uh, musically was 100% top-notch. <laughs> Seriously. Um, that, yeah, Thriller is number one on that list. And I, I, I would I would fathom that if anybody made a list and that wasn't number one, it would have to be number two. And then, even then, I'm wondering, what, what the hell did you put up at number one? And then that would spark a whole other debate. But that's, that's none of my business. That's their list. And on my list, Thriller is number one. It has been number one pretty much all my life for me and it's going to remain number one period in the story um let's move over to the movie side i love uh scary movies and horror movies and halloween type movies I, like i said this, who doesn't like a little scary I mean, nah, man um the list was originally 10 i shortened it to five and then i added a couple more and then i reshortened it and i wound up with a list of seven because a couple of these are newer newish um and I wanted these movies on there because I think they kind of, and you know, they kind of have the holiday, Halloween holiday feel to them. And I didn't want to leave them off the list completely and just skew old movies. And then I sound like an old fuddy duddy who doesn't believe in anything new. So I just I, I stopped at seven. I could have, I literally, I probably could have went to fifteen had I really thought about it, but. I, I, I didn't want to go past 10 and I didn't want to go under 5 so I just kind of split, kind of split the difference and I stopped at 7 so we'll start at number 7 and go up uh, number 7, Drag Me to Hell good movie just plain and simple, good movie it's a B-flick, honestly If you in writing and in acting it's not one of these movies that are that's pushing the genre forward or anything like that it's just a decent jump scare movie uh and the ending is, it's apropos. You, I'm not going to tell you what happens. I don't want to ruin it for you. I do not want to ruin it for you. Go watch it. Uh, it's called Drag Me to Hell. It's a good movie. It's been out a little while. Um, there are plenty of people who have seen it. So if you're going to go watch it, don't tell anybody you're going to watch it and you haven't seen it because then they'll probably ruin it for you. And I'd rather for you to get all the way to the end on your own and uh, and enjoy the ending because the ending to me was very satisfying considering the entire plot of the movie. Uh, after that, going up, number six, Event Horizon. So, I have a confession to make. Only two movies in my entire life have ever actually truly scared me. I won't tell you what the other one is, as we'll say that for another day. Event Horizon is one of them. Event Horizon is one of those movies that sticks with you after you've watched it. And it makes you watch it over and over because there are, there's just so much for you to take in as the movie rolls through that you can't keep up with all of it. It is just such a good movie. It uh, stars uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Sam Neill and uh, a couple other folk. You probably won't know their names, but you'll see their face. Like, oh, I know that, that chick or that guy from uh, from another movie. Uh, it's, 
it's a good movie. It's not so much horror and um, as it, it's it's more sci-fi, but it has a lot of horror in it and a lot of uh, gore. So trust me, if you've never seen Event Horizon and it's been out quite a while, go watch it. It is a really good movie. Uh, number five, The Hills Have Eyes. Everybody knows this movie. There's no reason for me to explain it. The Hills Have Eyes is just a really good, a really good scary movie. Just go watch it and go enjoy it. Um, number four, it, I, I did. I wasn't going to put it on it, but because of the phenomena of it, and because of, um, honestly, I think I put it on the list because Antebellum, which I talked about uh, in the opening segment, uh, Antebellum was such a. I ain't gonna say such a disappointment, but I think Antebellum fell short because this movie did it better, and that's Get Out, uh, Jordan Peele's movie. Um, I think Antebellum was such a disappointment to me. I'm just gonna say such a disappointment, uh, such a disappointment to me because I think they were trying their best to tell a similar story to Get Out, and they didn't. They didn't accomplish it. Um, it it it. Get Out is just a good movie. Just start with that. Well directed, well written, well acted. Then you go to the subject matter and layer that on top of a movie that's well acted, well directed, well written. And then the movie, that movie becomes a phenomenon, which is exactly what it is exactly what it is. And I wasn't going to put it on the list, like I said, because it was kind of new and I didn't want to act like, um, I didn't, I didn't want to seem like I was trying to be like a movie snob and put it on the list. So I, I intentionally left it off the first go around. But then, like I said, I didn't want to have all the older movies that I grew up with because, you know, I didn't want to seem like an old, like, a, like an old man who just likes all the old stuff. So I put it back on the list and lo and behold, it actually came up the list. It, uh, it probably would have been a lot better. I'm knocking notes and stuff on the floor. Sorry. Uh, uh, it it was lower on the list, but then it and then as I put some thought into it, it it came up the list and wound up at number four. Um, number three, Nightmare Before Christmas. Not before anybody says it. I understand this was a holiday. This is a Christmas holiday movie, but it's the Nightmare Before Christmas. The main character is Jack Skellington. They are in Halloween Town. Just as much as this is a Christmas movie, The Nightmare Before Christmas is also a Halloween movie. And I don't care what anybody says, it will remain a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie for as long as, as you're talking to me. And I understand it's not horror and it's not scary, but Halloween doesn't always have to be about horror and, and jump scares and being afraid. It can be about fun. It can be lighthearted and enjoyable. It can be childish. You don't have to always go to the completely darker side of things just because it's Halloween. You can do the lighthearted stuff. I mean, let's be for real. You go buy costumes and you're dressed up as a cheeseburger. That should say it all, right? <laughs> you can be funny and you know and enjoyable and hanging out with the kids type of movies on Halloween. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, number two, number two, right back to my heart because this is what we're doing this year. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is just much like the theme song that I talked about in the music. It's just one of those movies that you can just sit and watch and enjoy. And just like Nightmare Before Christmas, it doesn't have to be about the scare. It can just be about the fun of it all, right? 
and that would, I mean, that's what Halloween's for. It's really about the fun of it all. I mean, whether you're being scared or not being scared by something. It's, and that's what Ghostbusters is. It's, it's like I talked about, it's a phenomenon of a movie. It has such a huge following uh, everywhere, in, not just in this country, but in the world. It, it can be more than just, you know, uh, it doesn't, it, it, watching this movie is more than just watching it to an, and enjoying the effects and the comedy of it. You can watch it on Halloween and say, hey, it's a Halloween movie, but it's funny at the same time. And there's nothing wrong with that. And number one, the namesake for the holiday, Halloween. Now, Halloween didn't scare me as a kid, uh, much like uh, a lot of movies when I was younger didn't actually scare me as a kid. Uh, But it was still a really good movie. I love the idea behind uh, everything and I'm such I'm, and because of it I'm still such a Jamie Lee Curtis fan and everything she's ever done and that all started with that movie um, it's the name I mean the the, the the name of the movie fits the holiday obviously it's the same as the holiday but it everything in the movie sort of fits the holiday right it's the unexplained darker unexplained darkness out there that sort of creeps up on you during the holiday and it's the scare of it all, but it's not scary. And it's the, you know, the, the, the thing that goes bump in the night. It's just, it just, Halloween just fits the holiday perfectly more than any other movie. And the fact that it has the title of the holiday just, just layers it on extra thick. So that's the list. Those are the lists. Um, uh, enjoy them. Uh, you know, wherever you do or, uh, whatever you do tonight or wherever you go, um, uh, open up the conversation with them. See what they say. You'd be surprised at how many people will probably uh, call me a quack <laughs> at, at both of these lists. And I guarantee you, your list is not going to be like anybody else's because, hey, that's just being human, right? So, <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to go get me another cup of coffee because it's going to be a late night for me uh, here in the vault. So I'm going to go get another cup of coffee. And when I come back, we're going to wrap this up. So that's it, and that's all for this uh, Halloween special. <laughs> Halloween special. Yeah, um, I would just want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to me being the voice in the void, the lone wolf. Just, uh, just thank you very much for you know just uh, giving attention to my piddly little podcast. It's, uh, it's very much appreciated. Uh, I'll be back at the end of uh, well, hopefully not the end of November, but I'll be back real soon. Uh, depending on what happens I uh, just want to say uh, thank you again I'm about to grab me a Moscow mule and get done with these few little tasks I got real here I'm going to go home get some sleep uh, and then after I get done with uh, that little sleep I'm going to get up and I'm going to enjoy this holiday so until next time this is Jake Alexander saying I ain't afraid of no ghosts